Hello, and welcome to Arena Sensei, the Hearthstone podcast that's sometimes about Arena and most times not. I'm Daniel Stormrage. No, wait, 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 that's not right. No, I'm not. But this is episode 88, and we're going to talk about Book Paladin. I'm Steven Sensei, and this is my co-host, Schwa. Arena Talk! First off, there was a minor server-side patch, which does not allow Discover cards to discover themselves anymore, or cards that generate a random card to generate themselves. This effectively closes the loop of Discover. Overall, this is a really good change and is healthy for the game. Our win rates continue to be close uh, to the same for classes with Mage, Priest, and Rogue all above 52%. My experience in the past week is that Mage is clearly well-positioned in the meta and is stronger than it's felt, at least for me, in a very long time. And there's one card that stands out, and that's Box. The puzzle box of Yogg-Saron is only in 2.8% of decks, but those decks also have an average win rate of 62.8%. This is a card that can literally swing a game from losing to an outright win. The only other cards with similar win rates in decks are all legendary cards. Well, Box is fun, and it's an interesting card, and I think it's fine and interesting and constructed. I honestly think that this is one that should be removed from the arena. Yeah, I had a game yesterday that was uh, both me and my mage opponent played a puzzle box and a DQA. <laughs> I lost no. because I played my puzzle box first, but that that was a hell of a game. <laughs> yeah, and I've seen them with Zephyrus, so I will say it again. Stop playing constructed decks in arena. Just stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would not be sad to see box go from the arena. I also say, having gotten in a bunch more runs, that you were definitely right last week. The meta has slowed down to a slower mid range. Uh, four to five, one in two drops, but also like four to five, seven plus drops seems to be the average curve, generally shaving from the fours and fives. Yeah, it's definitely slowed down, but hey, it's still fun. Speaking of fun, let's move on from Arena and let's read a book. Let's talk about Libram Paladin. The codes for this deck will be in the podcast description if you want to give it a try. So this deck was first developed in Ashes of Outland with the printing of the class-specific Libram cards. It became a more fully-fledged deck with some support that was added in Scholomance Academy. As of now, it's also the deck that's seen the most play on ladder and has really strong winning rates against most other decks. Uh, some of you might feel there is no way to win against this deck, and well, many decks will struggle. This deck will not win every match it plays. And if you want to beat this deck, it's helpful to understand how it plays and how it loses. There's no better way to beat a deck than to play it and learn its strengths and weaknesses. Uh, so to start off, we have the most popular version of this deck, which is uh, two copies of First Day of Schools, two Alder Attendants, two Argent Braggarts, two Hand of a Doll, two Libum of Wisdom, a Murger McGurgle, uh, two Goody Two Shields, Two Consecration, uh, High Abyss Allura, uh, Two White Forge Zealots, Two Aldor Two Seeker, Two Blessing of Authority, uh, Two Wilbram of Justice, uh, Two Devout Pupil, Lady Leadrin, One Light Forge Crusader, and Two Wilbram of Hope. Alternatively, there are many players that are advocating that you run a shot bot, which is the two mana 2 2 mech with Reborn, instead of running Murgle McGurgle. Um, 
mainly because you have to draw Murgle's effect, whereas the shot bot remains on board. Um, yeah, I'm fine with it either way. Uh, this deck has a positive win rate against almost every other deck in the meta, with the exception of Secret Rogue and Tortolan Mage, though a recent Face Hunter attack in the Secret Slot is also attacking it. Strategy-wise, this deck is pretty straightforward. You want to play minions, buff them with the Librams, trade with goody two shields, and then spell burst to get the shield back, build up large things, and then hit your opponent in the face until they die. The nice thing is as you continue to play Librum cards, you will get them back uh, into your hand, such as Librum of Wisdom, which will come back when your minion dies. And Lady Liadrin will fill your hand with spells that you played on any friendly character. So if you've discounted the Librum of Hope, which starts out as a nine mana to restore eight health and summon an eight eight taunt with Divine Shield, you'd end up getting that card back as well. Argent Braggart is also an MVP in this deck as it gains the stats of the highest health and attack on the board for two mana. This is an especially good follow-up to any turn in which you've played Blessing of Authority, which gives a minion plus eight plus eight, and it can't attack heroes on the turn it's played. So go face first if you don't need to buff and trade, then play Blessing of Authority and then an Argent Braggart. 16-16 in stats for 7 mana isn't a bad deal. Ever. The mulligan is, um, you know, fairly standard for a uh, curve deck. You want to keep things like first day of school, the zero mana, put two one mana minions in your hand, Aldor attendant, the one mana, one three, reduce the cost of your levels by one, hand of a doll, two mana, give a minion plus two plus two and draw a card, Librum of Wisdom, the plus one, plus one, one, uh, goody two shields. If you have a curve, light forge zealot can be worth keeping. Yeah. Pretty standard stuff. And for synergy, well, this is pure paladin love, baby. It all works together. However, Librum of Justice, five mana, equip a one, four weapon and change the health of all enemy minions to one is a strong way to set up effective trades. If you can follow this with the consecration, it's a nice tidy board clear, especially once you've reduced the cost of Librams with Aldor Attendants and Aldor Truth Seekers. If you've played all of them, you've reduced all of your Librams by six mana, so a full board clear for four mana as early as turn seven, potentially. So give this one a try if you have the cards. It's a fairly easy deck to learn and pilot and can be quite fun to play as well. Next week, let's talk about the best, worst cards in the game. Next week, we're going to talk about tech cards. If you've been enjoying Arena Sensei, feel free to leave a review in Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast listening material from. We really do appreciate you taking the time to listen and write. You can also join us in our Discord at discord.me slash Arena Sensei or write us directly at Arena Sensei Podcast at gmail.com. Where can the people find you, Schwal? You can find me in most Hearthstone podcast discords. My battle tag is schwal1747, and I really stream at twitch.tv slash Where can people find you, Sensei? You can find me in a lot of the other Hearthstone discords as well, but if you like, you can follow my Twitter at StevenSenseiHS, and my battle tag is StevenSensei, hashtag 1107 on the Asia server. Until next week. See you in the arena. Tavern. Sure. Maybe, maybe <laughs> arena. Something.
<laughs> See you next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>